All right, Dube, put on your mask, you're sick. But anyway, let's let's go. You know. Miss Charlie was like, "Mangufari zandika." Ah, you guys, you guys knew you, you guys knew. You guys said you're willing to pay top dollar. You guys are willing to support. She was like, "All right, let's see you put your money's where your mouth is." You guys can have whichever <laughs> opening act you want. Talk about the right shit. Literally, and, 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 dude, actually. At that at that VIP premium price, you should get to like there should be an option like as part of the benefits, you should option to pick opening acts. That should be part of the package. <laughs> to be fair, for that amount, you could pay for almost any act in Zoom. So anyway, we'll get into it. We'll get into it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, the cost of what? Think of the cost of one table. You for ninety nine point nine percent of the artists in Zoom, that'll be the biggest payday they've ever seen in their lives. If you're curious to know how much the tickets at Rick Ross are going to be, we got you. All right, stick around because we're going to get into that. Oh, is that a tease? Is that a tease? It's a tease, you know, Phil. In, 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 the, in the business, we call it a throw forward, you know? Uh, yeah. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. More coming up right after this. <laughs> Uh, okay, Philip, listen. I know every time we say this, it never happens. But today has to be a short one for several reasons. One, I'm sick. I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys won't see this, but I keep muting the mic because I have to cough and clear my throat. And I'm going to have to sanitize this microphone. It's just, it's bad. Um, two, mm-hmm. I've missed two days of work because of my sickness. And uh, as you know, Philip, when you work for yourself, you don't just take time off. When you work for others, you can, but I do both, and it, that's even worse. So yeah, mm-hmm. so we have no time, no time to waste, guys. No time to waste, uh, 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 guys. I have a question. Are you good to go? Sound effect, sing them. Let me hear a drum play. So I wanted to press a button. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is one of the times I said, 
Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos, boys and girls. Your boy, Danny, that guy's in the building, a.k.a. Danos, the Mad Titan, a.k.a. Janimbi. Oh, my God. <laughs> Iowa guys. Ah, 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 all I face in Zimbabwe is rejection. <laughs> Call me Cristiano Ronaldo. Actually, we need to come back to that. We need to come back to that one. <laughs> and he's here with not only the unmistakable, the irrefutable. You will catch me in VIP Premium Bowl. Phil Chad, aka Flame Flaws, the big boss, baby. Aka Sexington Lovu, aka Filthy Phil, aka DJ Carriage, and of course, Jam Warindi Tengerewo Ringy. What it do, what it is. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen! <laughs> <laughs> It's time for your favorite uh, podcast. It's two broke twimbles. We're back again, despite all odds. Were were. Let me let me address two mm. things. First of all, the reason why I was frustrated with Zimbabwe today, Phil. Did you know that if you are going to be making any payments at the central registry, um, you need to pay in bond notes, cash. No other form of payment is acceptable. Not eco cash. Not central Stripe. registry is what, is what again? So okay. Long story short, as you know, I'm getting married later, but I'm getting married outside of the country. So for my marriage to be recognized mm-hmm. where I'm getting married, I need to have a document that's called a certificate of no impediment. In Zimbabwe, they call it a certificate of non-marriage. It's basically to prove that I'm not already married and that, <laughs> I, and that I'm above 18. <laughs> so I went to the central so registry. Did you discover something about yourself, Dan? No. Did you discover something about yourself? <laughs> I went to the central registry in the morning. And as as I've mentioned, Philip, you know, I'm feeling a little coffee. So I thoroughly covered myself up, had masks on, and I was fully, you know, uh, uh, um, sanitized and all of that. Because when I had, I had like made mm-hmm. a call and they said I must come today. So I was like, okay, cool. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hop in, make the payment. And then they, they, they normally tell me. So what they told me on the phone was you come in, you make a payment, then you come later on to collect it. So I was like, great. Mm-hmm. Went to the morning. <clears throat> Thankfully, there weren't a lot of people there. Went to the counter, made my payment. It took a while. It took too long, but still, you know, eventually, finally, it took me about an hour, I would say, in the morning to make a simple payment, and there was no one there, but fine. Made the payment, gave them my details. So they're supposed to go through the, the records, I guess. And the reason it takes so long is I, I assume they go through manual records. Anyway, then they said, come after 12. I knew after 12 means like three, but I made the mistake of coming back at 1230. I'm like, ah, they've gone for lunch. I was like, damn. I went back three, and then I only got my certificate at four. But how frustrating is it, Phil? I don't have bond notes. I don't have any on me. What would I keep them for? How much did you have to pay again? It was 50 bond notes, $50. I was like, can I just, can I eco-cash? I'll even eco-cash times Wait. two or times four, times ten. That's that's literally cents. It, I think it's less than a cent, Philip. No, it is, because the rate is at 300. The official bank rate is at 300. So, <sighs> anyway, so 
some lady was like, oh, and she just gave me, some lady who was also there to collect the same document. She just gave me her bond notes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you. Let me send it via EcoCash. She's like, no, no, no. It's fine. I'm like, no, let don't me send you. And, yeah. and she was like, nah, 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 she, nah. She's that's... like, I don't want your cooties. I don't want your, your broke boy cooties on me. <laughs> she's like, nah, I mean, the, you sending me that notification is going to eat up my battery for me 50 bucks is worth. No, I'm like, no, you know, and I, I sent, uh, I can't remember how much I sent. I sent like 500 bucks or something. But the point is, that's so ridiculous. They're not making money on this. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah. So anyway, I, I why got, do you okay? You know what? Let me let me keep quiet. But I think I I've be, I I used to be the ranter, but I've I've realized like you you can't. There's so many annoying things about Zim. It's just so inefficient. So, funny enough, and it's not like they they don't even have a flow. You just have to go to offices and then ask if this is the correct office. Then they'll say no. And like, can you tell me which is the correct <laughs> office? No. So what? It's just so it's inefficient. Just ah. Then, then, do you remember how excited you were last year when you were talking about that that code you had to use to find that office where you could get your vaccination card registered? And you're like, "Well, Phil, what you need to do is you need to go here and do 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 do, and then you go there and do 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 do." do and then I wasn't here, excited. Do, 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 I didn't do. like. Can you, can you see? Do you know what? I, so Did I you went. See how you've been worn down. They told me come to this office to collect your certificate. So I went to the office, and then they were like. They are ready, but you need to wait so that I can tell you which room you have to go to. I need to find out if it's 301, 302, or 315. And I was like, okay. Ooh, so, so, so it's like um, a guess the door type situation. So not only are you running errands, but you get to do a game show. This is fun. So I was like, I like this. Can, can I just go check? And they're like, no, you have to wait and I'll tell you which door. So I was like, okay. Then they said there's benches over there. I was like, okay. I sat on the benches. You know, I opened up my phone. I was playing a little bit on Twitter. You know. Came eventually. I went back and I was like, "Excuse me, it's been like forty-five minutes. You said this stuff is already ready." Um. Then, then she's like, "No, no, I'll let you know." Like thirty seconds later. Thirty seconds later. No, I didn't. Thirty seconds later, she says, "You guys can go to room three fifteen." I was like, "Thank you." So there was several of us now there. Maybe there were like ten people or so that were trying to get the same document. I went to room three fifteen. I was front of the queue. I walked in. The lady says. Excuse me, you standing over there is making me feel, oh, it's making me feel anxious. I can't work if you're over there. Please go mm. back to the benches. <laughs> I was like, no, but the lady no, said, did I must. Say that? She did. She literally said, you standing <laughs> so at wait, the door. So wait, so you standing at the door is making me feel like I need to do my job. So please go away. <laughs> she so said, it's making me feel solitaire. anxious. <laughs> so I won't be able to do the work that you need me to do. I'll call you. I was like, no, I was but like, Dan, Dan, if we're not the podcast of mental health, we need to be understanding. Anxiety I was like, real. I was like, okay? okay, I get it. It's just, I didn't decide to come here. I was told to come here. There's like, no, 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 go back to the benches. <sighs> okay, no problem. I went back to the benches. Then eventually she came. <clears throat> then she asked, what's your name? And then she, I had to show my receipt and whatever. And then she's like, oh, yours was ready earlier. Because it wasn't even in the pile of the new ones that had just arrived. It was in another pile from way earlier. Anyway, I got my document. So it took Yo, me the whole day. Dan, do you know how many days I've lost just a simple errand? 
you know what? I, I don't know if I should share the story or not. I, I don't know. Like every week we can share like just annoying Zimbabweans. So, you know, I'm not going to share the story. What, what I'll say is Zimbabweans are really frustrating and annoying when it comes to payment. And then they make it seem like, oh, no, daddy. Two clients this week. I've sh- like my payment policy is if you don't pay up front, I'm not doing the work. I don't start working until I see money in the account. They're like, no, 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 but we are preputable. Don't worry. There's a contract in place. I'm like, fam, that contract don't mean nothing. I know this country. What I, all I, all I value is either a phone call or a bank notification. If that bank notification takes off or you give me a phone call and you're like, yo, go see our, our accountant and collect X amount of dollars. Ah, my, you know, famba. chop, chop. Until then, I don't, I, mm-hmm, I don't move. Lo and behold, Dan, after all that's like, ah, no, trust us. We're reliable. We'll do this. We'll do that. You compromise. When, when the work was done, when the work was done, ah, no, you see, the payment needs to be approved by this person and the other person's mother's sisters, brothers, cousins, daughter, and they are not here right now. So we, we'll work on it in due course. Don't worry. Mm. Me, I'm quoted to, me, I'm quoted to start naming and shaming on this, on this podcast because. If, I, oh, oh, I love that you're not at my level. It's good. I'm quoted do, to naming do, and shaming you because not, you guys got. Do, 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 do you know the, the, yeah? I'm quoted, my man. Did you see him? Did you see him? He was boiling out over the weekend. My, saw, my man is living life. Popping bottles. And I've been looking at him like, dude, <laughs> do you know that you owe me money? He's like, no, no, Jenny, this week, this week, definitely. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> speaking of hey, it's been bad, yo. I felt so bad, like uh, I had to, I was behind on salaries. So, woo. the worst, you know, the worst thing is like when you're behind on salaries and you had the conversation with them, and they're like, "No, it's fine, Phil. Don't worry. I understand. You're good for it." And then you got work to give them, and you feel guilty about giving them work because you're like, "I haven't paid you yet." So now you, you like instead of like sending the whole brief car one, you send the the brief in drips and drabs. Like, oh, so do you mind like doing this? And then like you wait six hours and you do you mind doing this as well? Uh, do you mind doing this? But in your own time, you know, don't don't overwork yourself. You know, just uh, just do what you can, and uh, and uh, I'll be understanding. Now, also the other thing I wanted to address, Philip, is um. Mm. I made reference to Cristiano Ronaldo. Now he's not in our talking points, but I just thought it would be funny to mention. But he should be one of your no, goats. Yeah, no. <laughs> your, your goat. Uh, that goat has no home. <laughs> your goat right now is he's in everyone's DM. <laughs> <laughs> My man <laughs> DMing emojis. <laughs> To everybody, <laughs> you know those those thirsty dudes that like they just want to hit up all the babes in the timeline, but they didn't realize like if you if you message multiple, it creates a group chat, not individual <laughs> messages. My man just went Atletico Madrid, <laughs> Chelsea, <Juventus>. PSG, <laughs> Real Madrid, Barcelona, <laughs> Miami United, LA Galaxy. <laughs> The man's, two, the man's two seconds away from hitting up like who's got budgets? FC Platinum Alpha. Mm. Uh, my man's gonna be playing in China just now. Anyway, it must be I actually no, feel bad. So I that. think 
what I don't understand is surely his agent has been an like he's got a super agent, right? So surely the the agent has been having these conversations throughout the year, and you know, you know, like you you meet up with these people, you maybe just float it, like you know, he might be moving because it doesn't look like they're gonna make Champions League, and then the sporting director will be like, ah, okay, we're interested, let me know more. Or guy, that salary we can't afford it. Keep in mind, by the way, Dan, and I'm sure you know this. Right now, Ronaldo is on half a million a week, and that's the discounted salary of which of which. I'm going to laugh so hard when he comes back to warm the bench and he's going to be the highest paid by like two and he's just going to be sitting. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't know why he just didn't keep quiet. Like I would have just played it out. Like you came back to United, you they're paying your massive salary. Three more, three more seasons of this. It's done. Just, you just got to accept it. It's, it's like with LeBron. You've just got to accept that uh, a championship is not looking likely anymore. Let's just finish the career strong and then we move on to the next phase. Get your GOAT status. Fine, you are not in the Champions League. But, you know, your original fans, your Man U fans are going to be like, hey, our man's came. He did what he had to do. You'll get your GOAT status. You'll get your respect. You get your sheets. You you retire. You know what I mean? Everyone will understand that, you know what? My man's want to finish on a high, but the team just wasn't strong enough. But at least he was there. Now, ah, you're ruining your legacy on all counts. Anyway, um, let's go on to some positive things. Let's talk about Zimbabweans doing big things, Aguan. Uh, let's start I off mean, with... Th- we are consistent, Jen. We are consistent on this show. We are There's one thing that we, we do. There are two things. There are two things that are consistent on this show, especially with Zimbabweans doing it big. One is the 2BT bump. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When we mention you, your career is going to go up. The second thing is Moyaradzi Chihuahua. That man, I, I, what I appreciate is I, I really appreciated all the, the the patrons who said, you know what? Me, I've been in Munya's DMs trying to get you guys an interview. I was like, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Pri. She's the one who was saying that, yo, I've been in his DMs. But yeah, congratulations. To our main man, Munya Chawawa. I feel like I know him, you know. I feel like he's a bestie. He uh, recently announced that he's going to be in a movie with The Rock and Kevin Hart. It's an animated movie about a corgi. Uh, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. Check him out talking about it. I play a corgi that is sort of tied up to a fire hydrant next to Crypto, which is Dwayne's character. I beat the FedEx guy the other day. Ah, fine job. Who is he working for? General Zod, the Legion of Doom. FedEx. Imagine how it feels to be like, cool, I'm in a film with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. I knew I'd meet them one day. I just didn't think I'd be an animated corgi. But the universe works in weird ways. I think it works. <laughs> it's called Super Pets, coming soon. Munya Chihuahua, in the same movie as Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart for real. It was great to see uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know, also posting like, hey, it was a pleasure working with you, my man. I'll be so mad if it's like a, a five second cameo, you know what I mean? But it's still, even if it's that's... It's going to be a short cameo. But also that, like, working with you, they went to the same place. Like, he was in a sound studio in London and he was in a sound studio in California. But anyway, dope. 
they'll probably meet at like the premiere or at like press events and stuff. But you know, I mean, it's a huge, I, you know what I love to see film. It's not, this itself is cool, but what, <laughs> what is really heartwarming about this or what I really love about this is we've seen the hard work and it's such a, it's such a validation to see it pay off. Do you know what I mean? Like you've seen mm, my man's takes mm, no breaks. Mm. He's regular with everything. He's involved in everything. He's just working consistently, consistently. And it feels like, man, you've been doing this for years. And finally you get like a, a big break. Of course, he's had several big breaks, biggish breaks all along. But I mean, now you've, you can put this on your CV. Uh, my dude is gone, bro. Congratulations, mm. Munya. Do your thing, sir. Do your thing. Um, speak, st- sticking in the realm of film, uh, Zimbabwean actress who goes by the name Danai Palesa Shoniwa Samunyai or by her Korean ah, name. Removing all doubt. Removing all doubt. Her Korean name is Kiora. She is going to be uh, playing a lead role in uh, the upcoming The Sandman series on Netflix. High anticipated series that's based on the DC comic book by Neil Gaiman. Uh, looks like it's going to be exciting. Um, yeah. So we look forward to her. She announced that she's happy to be part of this show created by Neil Gaiman, big, big, big guy in the world of comic mm. books. And, uh, we can't wait to see. And sci-fi. And sci-fi. Yes, definitely. Comic book sci-fi. And, uh, here we got this show coming up on Netflix. I think it's going to be a big deal if they do it right. Like, you know what I mean? If it's going to be, if it's going to be good. We don't, mm. we don't have many details. You just announced, right? But, uh, yeah, it's going to be cool to see. How that show comes out, uh, but y'all Zimbabweans doing their things, starring in comic book movie, comic book TV shows. And finally, let's talk about a Zimbabwean in Zimbabwe. His name is Isaac Mpofu. Isaac Mpofu is a runner, and Isaac Mpofu broke the record for Zimbabwe's marathon speed by quite a bit. Wait, are, are runners actually running across the border and getting goods and then bringing them back? Yes, that kind of runner, Philip. That kind of runner. Isaac Mpofu was wow. uh, was running at the World Athletics Championship um, in Eugene, Oregon, United States. He crossed the finish line in two hours, seven minutes, and 57 seconds, getting him in the top 10. Can you imagine running for two hours? Imagine. Can you imagine running for two hours? For the, the for the length of Lord of the Rings, like Lord of the Rings starts, <laughs> you're in the Shire, and then it ends, and then the Sauron, and, and you're just like, right. through that time, and you're still you're for, just, for the for the length of a two broke Tumbo's podcast. You you can <clears> press <throat> play at the start line, <laughs> and you're still riding when it finishes. <laughs> Assuming you don't play it at two times speed. Shout out to all my listeners playing at one point five times and two times speed. We see you. Your brain works quick. I see how you do things. Anyway, so he finished uh, in two hours, seven minutes. The previous record held by a Zimbabwean was two hours, nine minutes and 52 seconds. So he beat it by almost two full minutes. So uh, congratulations to my man, Isaac Pofu. There's a new record in Zimbabwean marathon running. And uh, the assumption is that he's going to do really, really well at the World Athletics Championships. Congratulations, buddy. By finishing in the top 10. Oh, my goodness. Excuse me. Uh, wait, what does this mean? By finishing in the top 10, it means he is going to qualify for the world championships. Because 
he did a qualifying time before and it was kind of like in the balance because he did two hours and 10 minutes. But now with two hours and seven minutes, he's definitely qualified. So yeah, for the world championships. Congratulations, Isaac and Pofu doing your things. All right, let's follow up on some things. Philip, remember we said this is a quick one. <clears throat> Following up on some things from previous discussions. Now, uh, you may recall that we spoke about uh, Zimbabwean footballer Kuda Mahachi and the very unfortunate situation with his son. Uh, Kuda Mahachi is facing criminal charges after allegedly scolding his son uh, back in South Africa with boiling water. Remember that his his uh, current mm. girlfriend was implicated. His ex-wife was very unhappy and accused him of all of this. Well, uh, in the most recent news that's reported by the Sunday News this past week, um, the Department of Social Welfare has taken um, the four-year-old son into custody pending the, the criminal proceedings against him. So, you know, it's a tough situation there. I saw that news headline and I thought that we should just follow up because the last time we spoke about it, everything was sad news. I don't know if this is good or bad news, but something's happened. Uh, it's never good when a child is taken from their family, bro. Yeah. That's never good. Never good. Ish. Yeah. So, um, also following up on something that we spoke about previously, we spoke about Ricky mm, Rose, the this biggest needs, this boss. Needs pomp- this needs pomp and circumstance. Hold on, Dan. This needs pomp and circumstance. Ah, I feel Michelle, he said, if you're a broke boy, don't come through here. Broke boys don't come through here. It's only for the ballers. It's only for the shot callers. So we finally got the ticket prices for the Rick Ross concert happening in Zimbabwe in uh, November, 18 November 2022 at the HICC. Um, general access is $50. But I mean, you know, you don't want to be a broke Lightwork. boy. Lightwork. Do you want to be a broke boy? I didn't nah, think so. I ain't a broke boy and I ain't a bad boy either. <laughs> VIP access is 150 US dollars. But you know what, Phil? Light work. That's still Light for work. the broke boys. That's for the guys who get the ice. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. If you Come a baller, a shot caller, if you think that you have what it takes to experience Rick Ross for this first and probably last time in Zimbabwe, you want to get yourself the mm. VVIP package. The VVIP silver package is three thousand US dollars. That gives you access. <sighs> Dan, I got breaking news. Dan, I've got breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. Emphasis on the word breaking. Mm-hmm. The website is down. The website is down. <laughs> we crashed the website. <laughs> website is down, baby. Everyone rushing for them $3,000 tickets. Yes, you heard correctly. 3000 US dollars. 3000 US no, but, dollars. Dan, let's be fair. Dan, let's be fair. So, to be fair... There's currently a sale on the $3,000 tickets have been marked down to 2.5 for a limited oh. time only. I mean, that's, and I'm sure that's why the site has crashed because there's been such high demand. I mean, so at that, at that low, low price, I mean, that's practically free. I mean, you'd be losing mm. money, not buying that ticket. Indeed. I mean, and really 
like like you have to make money an object. Like you have to wake when you can when you're close enough to smell Rick Ross's armpit. You, you can smell it. So, by the way, that gives you 10 tickets or rather access for 10 people as well as a seat. Uh, five Bel-Air champagne bottles and tight security. Mm, the VVIP is tight. Tight. The, the VVIP gold package is 4,000 US dollars. Also 10 people. Mm. Proximity to the performing artist. Seven Bel-Air champagne bottles. It's the wrong spelling of champagne. And mm. tight security. And the VVIP premium, Philip, for 10 people, close proximity to the artist, 10 Bel-Air champagne bottles and tight security. Mm. You're drinking drinking his sweat. Like you just put your champagne flute out, get his sweat, mix it with the Bel-Air. It's Bel-Air dashed with Rick Ross sweat for only 5,000 US dollars. So as to Brooklyn, if you would like us to cover this concert for you, you know what to do. You can purchase the tickets Mm -hmm, online. mm -hmm. They do accept PayPal. Visa, MasterCard, all of that is available. You have to go to their website. Their website is raw-entertainment.com. Um, it's currently down, but I'm sure by the time you listen to this, it'll be back up. I mean, and, it's uh, just yeah. because we, Daniel and I, have been refreshing so heavily. If we weren't refreshing as much, it would be fine. I mean, honestly, Philip, if someone decides to buy the VVIP premium to Brook Trimble's table, we go with eight of our patrons. Yourself, myself. I see the vision. I see the vision. I see the vision. We get 10 ballet champagne bottles, one for each. We can each choose ourselves. Mm-hmm. Some um, mm-hmm. lovely ladies to pour the champagne on while he's performing. I think a big leech. <laughs> so, I mean, we're not going to want to drink it, obviously. Come on now. Once again, drinking champagne is for the brokies. That's why I, I'm going to go with, with some Gucci shoes and then pour, pour my champagne in the Gucci. Drink it from the shoe. Yeah, absolutely. That's how you, mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. you move when you got the money. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so there's some follow-ups there. That's going to be interesting. 50 so, bucks so, so for I general to, access. I think I expected 50 bucks for general access. I think I expected that. It was 30 bucks for Burner Boy, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And that was outdoors. And it was still a packed... Va- I think I think they're going to sell this out. I think so. Except the only d- difficulty I see yeah. is they, they continue saying that there is no, no tickets available at the venue. By the way, these are early bird prices until the 31st of, of August. Prices will probably go up after August. I would be very mm-hmm. surprised... If they sell out because you can only purchase the tickets as far as I've seen so far, um, either PayPal or debit card, i.e. Visa MasterCard. I, I I wonder if the average person will be able to make a purchase or if you have to go through so many steps, you have to find someone who can buy for you. Then you have to change money. Then you have to give them the money. And then somewhere in that chain of events, there's a lot of people who will drop off like, you know what? I'm not even a fan of Rick Ross like that anyway. Whereas if it was just simple to just make a payment with whatever money you have, bam, you got a ticket. So yeah, so that's going to be interesting to see how that comes along. We will be paying close attention uh, to all the news surrounding this, but it's going to be interesting. Yo. Mm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm buying. I'm buying a ticket. Are you? Are you purchasing a ticket? 
Come on, now it's the biggest boss. Biggest boss. Look, Phil, you know what? There's something, it's something that you've said before. You know what? I've, I've worked hard, Phil, in my life. Mm-hmm. I've been in the entertainment industry for over a decade. I have worked hard to, to climb up the ranks, to make connections, make networks, meet people. I've done my time of paying for general mm. access tickets and struggling. Um, I will not be paying for a ticket. <laughs> if I receive a ticket, then all mm. good. If I'm expected to pay for it, then look. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll hear the break. I'll be sad to miss Rick Ross, but I'm not paying for a general access ticket. <laughs> and I'm not paying, and I'm not paying $150. Mm. What if someone gave you a general access ticket and they're like, but this is for, for media, Dan. This is what media are, are getting. If someone gave me a VIP ticket, because I know general access is going to be up. No, no, no. I said general access. I know. So I'm saying I wouldn't take it. Because we know where general access is going to be. That's going to be in those stands upstairs, right? Mm-hmm. Which, fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being there. I just will not. Wow, the classism jumped out. VIP, which is also, to be fair, it's outside of that enclosed area. It's just downstairs. That's the only difference. I mean, you know what? I could take mm. that. It'll be relatively close enough to the stage that I can enjoy the show. You can be caught mm. up in the vibes without feeling like you're super far away. But... You know, I will t- if someone gifts me a VIP ticket, great. But I'm waiting for Keep that. Keep in context, by the way. Yeah. You and I hosted the red carpet at the Namas. Yep. And where were we seated? <laughs> general After access. doing three hours of hard work. <laughs> to be fair, that wasn't general access. It was VIP just. No, but that's where the VIP, that, but yeah. that's where the VIP, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where we were seated as workers. So we can't expect <laughs> more than that really. Yeah, yeah. yeah, to be fair, VIP is, I'm good with that. But I will not be paying 150 Ah, wait, let me see. Madiri Akabuda, if that guy pays me, maybe. <laughs> like now, now I want to name him Shame because he needs, yeah, yeah. Name him so we can also buy me a ticket. <laughs> All right, look, because this is going to be a fast episode, everything else is going to be gaga Philip. So first off, um, uh, it'll be great to spend some time nerding out. So, um, look, let me, t- <clears throat> you know, the problem with poverty, struggle, um, and I, I'm not claiming any of these things. I'm just saying as a general rule, even if it's not poverty or struggle, um, if it's um, if you find yourself in a position where you ha- your main focus in life is survival, you don't have enough time to apply any of your logic or thinking or whatever to what might be thought as higher pursuits. Ain't nobody give a damn about history or geography or space travel because, yo, I'm trying to put a loaf of bread on the table. I always found Mm. that very difficult because very few people were interested in some of the things that I was interested in. I loved dinosaurs as a kid, but most of the people that I interacted with had no time for that kind of thing. Space, fascinating, the the next frontier. Oh, my goodness. But most people just don't have... When I say most people, I mean most people, perhaps, in my circles that I interacted with in Zim. Didn't have time Mm, for this. I say most black people, saying black people don't care about space is a racist bastard. 
Obviously, some of them do. But as a general rule, most Zimbabwean people have no interest, knowledge, or care about the James Webb Telescope. I raised the issue with like two mm. or three people, and I could see from the blank looks on people's faces <laughs> that, you know what, let's talk about the rate. The rate's <laughs> crazy right now, yo. <laughs> I know, right? And we move. So, you know, I found, I found. And then you just say, then what, then what you should have said was this. You should have brought it back. You should have said like, you know how the rate, wait, can you hear that? I can hear that. Yeah, but it's, it's quiet. Don't worry. Go ahead. All right. My neighbor's alarm is going off. And you just say, guys, you know how the rate is shooting up? What if your neighbor's like being before, robbed, Philip? Do you want to check? That's not my problem. That sounds like a personal problem wow. to me. If you, you remember when the rate was going up incrementally, very slowly, you know what I mean? And you could predict things, you know, like it'll go up maybe like two or three points a month. And then now the rate is shooting up at orders of hundred a month. That's like the developments in, in space imagery because the Hubble telescope was the interest and the rate back in the GNU era. And now we are in the Jacarongeka era where things are moving in leaps and bounds. That's how you should have brought it together, Dan. See, <laughs> I should have, I should have, but I, I understand why a lot of people won't care. Like I mentioned, if your goal is, if your goal is survival, you're not going to care about, Oh, there were pictures from space. You know what I mean? Like, eh. and not only that, you would not have had an opportunity to develop interest in those things. Have you ever had a conversation, Philip, with a with a Zimbabwean who uses the word read to mean study? <laughs> As in, the only every conceivable day, Dan, reason why I would be reading is if I'm studying for an exam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, again, oh, I'm not trying to oh, knock. What's up forward? I'm not trying to oh, knock what's my up Zimbabweans. Forward? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to knock my fellow Zimbabweans. I know there's plenty of Zimbabweans who are very well read, who read fiction and nonfiction and well, read well for studied, well studied, then well studied. But I think even even you, who are well read and well well, you, you, you know, a very whimsical Zimbabwean, you would probably admit that for the majority of Zimbabweans, reading is a chore that is done when you're studying for an exam because you don't have time. You can't just be no, reading. I, are you crazy? I, I think remember that's for the world then. Yeah, I mean, it's surprised how few people read in general. You're actually right. It's 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 a it's a very global phenomenon. But at least there are there are significant reading groups, libraries, book clubs, and so on in other parts of the world. Or at least that's what TV has taught me. In Zimbabwe, ah, it's 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 a genuine, it's a genuine delight to come across someone who reads for pleasure. And I don't mean study or mm. to grow education or reads my self-help books to try and get themselves on the, on the right road. I don't mean that. I get it. There's people, there's plenty of people who do that. You're trying to read to learn. I get it. That's what I mean by study. I mean read for pleasure, purely for pleasure. There's no benefit. It's just reading for pleasure. That's a, that's a relatively rare thing in my experience in Zim. And I think the same applies to, to, to space. So, I mean, I, I was geeking out when I was seeing the gen. Did you see the pictures? Jeez, Louis. So for those oh, of you who yes. don't know, okay, uh, okay, many of you will know, because obviously we know that two Brook Trombos listeners are clued, it, clued up, plugged in, but many several years ago, the, the scientists of the world decided to uh, invest, I think it was $10 billion, into the development of something called the James <laughs> Webb Telescope. 
a, a marvel of engineering because the uh, the concept of this telescope was to shoot into space and to take some pictures from billions of light years away. But of course, the pictures that they were going to be using was going to use infrared light and the sun's rays infra- uh, you know, interfere with that. So they had to create a huge mirror that's actually going to be able to capture those infrared um, light patterns, but at the same time, a huge sun shield that was going to protect that mirror from the sun. That huge sun shield wasn't going to be able to fit on a rocket, so it had to be something that assembles itself once in space. So there were like multiple hundreds of points of failure on this thing. It was supposed to be automated. The idea is it's going to shoot into space, then assemble itself automatically in space. Then once it's assembled, it'll be able to take these incredible pictures. And people followed it over the past couple of months now when it was shot into space. It got up into space. It started assembling itself. There was an issue when it hit an asteroid. And then people were like, oh, no, did we just throw 10 billion down the drain? But then, no, it was able to recorrect and then able to assemble itself. And then we just received last week the first images, um, seven composite images that were sent through from the James Webb Telescope. And my, were they beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Worth every penny. So... That's where I need to interject my nerd voice. So, Dan, it's also very important to highlight that these aren't actually images. The the telescope isn't capturing images. It's capturing light. So it's taking what we would like call a composite light image, which is then sent back to NASA, where they then interpret this light to then render into the higher resolution images we see. So it's very important to remember that these are technically photoshopped images. Well, so space well, is airbrushed. Well, actually, Philip, how would you define an image? What do we see? Is it not an interpretation of light? So while, yes, it may not be the traditional image that we are used to in the color spectrum, Roy Jabiv, for those of you who would have paid attention in school, this falls outside that particular color spectrum. However, it is still light and an image. It's just interpreted differently. Mm. And yes, I do, I do accede the point to you that uh, there was a lot of editing, a lot of photoshopping going on for us to be able to interpret what we received However, it still qualifies mm. as an image. Mm. An image is nothing more than light interpreted. And that's one. I mean, these were, oh, mm. yeah, these were infrared lights from billions of light years away. Listen, if you have a chance to find a high resolution, like a high resolution, uh, um, I mean, the NASA website has them. And then you go see these or just watch the YouTube video with, um, uh, what's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson explaining. No, oh, I actually didn't see that. I haven't seen that the, one yet. And and I mean, the pictures are just incredible. My favorite picture. In fact, there's several. So there's a very famous picture of space that was taken by the Hubble telescope uh, like 15 years ago. And that was of the Carina Nebula. The Carina Nebula is this, it's this, it's this, like this huge star forming area because it's giant gas where stars are formed. They're like combusting and, you know, and, and, and appearing. And then there's a particular section of the Carina Nebula that's been nicknamed the Cosmic Cliffs. I wish I was reading. I'm not reading. This is just, oh my God. Mm, Freestyling. How did I find a girlfriend? Mm. Anyway, the Cosmic Cliffs was like a zoomed in section of the Carina Nebula. And it's just beautiful because it literally looks like mountain cliffs and stars coming out of it. Now, when when the Hubble took it like, you know, 15 years ago, it was it was game changing. People were like, "Damn, this is crazy. This is where stars are born." But this picture from the James Webb, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> that's good. That's good. 
stars are born. This picture from the whoa, it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. But that picture is only from <laughs> I can't remember, like tens of thousands of light years away or something. <clears throat> they were able to get images from billions of light years mm. away. And literally there's, there's another picture where every dot is a galaxy. Except, except some of them, which were stars, but oh, you can tell, you can tell the oh, ones that are stars. It's a yeah. granite countertop. We can't, you know, yeah, that's true. I either mean, or, you know, NASA could be playing with us, but that the sense of scale, I mean, those pictures are amazing. So if you get a chance, this is just me nerding out, you know, you get a chance. And I do, I do recognize that they are probably astronomers listening or astrophysicists who are going to be able to detect inaccuracies in what I've just said. Listen, I'm just a casual consumer of this, of this information. Okay. Please feel free to give me the scientific accuracies for whatever I've just said. But from what I understood, that's what I saw. It was beautiful, Philip. Beautiful. In fact, I need to download. I think I'm going to make the cosmic cliffs my, my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My phone, my phone background. James Webb Cosmic Cliffs. Love it. That is not how you spell cliffs. After all that, you can't spell cliffs. Well, I wrote cloths. You know how this, there we go. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, yes. Mm-mm-mm. All right. It's beautiful images. Um, yes, Philip. So I was talking. Sorry. I mean, you can, you can also... You can also go ahead and give us your thoughts. No, Dad, I, I, I gave my thoughts. I mean, they're nice, you know. I, I had a very surface level interest in the the telescope because, at the end of the day, even if we discover other universes, other galaxies, other life forms, what's the end game? Because I don't want them to know we're here. Yeah. Have, be- have you guys? Have Have you guys not watched any sci fi movies? Have you not watched War of the Worlds? Like, we know where this is going to go. There's only two options here, Dan. There's two. Option one, white people discover there's another livable planet and they book it and they leave us to to suffer on this planet that they've ruined. Will we suffer that's if, not they make leave, it for another 15 years. if they leave? I'm just saying, Phil. Yes. That we've got 15 years before we are all flooded. It's going to happen. The, the, the world is done. They're making sure of it. There's something that they know that we don't. Why are they so interested so much in like in exploring? Like there's been such urgency lately. And the other weird thing is we're going to Mars. How come no one's ever going back to to the moon? Like we went to the moon once and then we're like, ah, no going back there. Ah, there, there was nothing. Very interesting. Which is also, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not a conspiracy theorist, but I can't help but laugh because I researched it. So when you go to the NASA museum, Neil Armstrong's boot is flat. His moon boot is flat. But on the moon, the footprint of his first step on the moon has ridges. You know, it's like, interesting. But anyway, outside of that, either white people are going to leave us or option two, we're going to go into space. The aliens are going to find us. I'm like, oh, food. And we're screwed. So I would rather we, we, we look internally, Dan. You know, what we seem to be doing, you know, we seem to be behaving. I can't see you got your filters on. I can't see anything. What we seem to be doing, oh gosh. What we seem to be doing right now is we're behaving 
like a bad bad. We're behaving like a man who just drinks, you know, always at, at the club, always out, never, never wants to be alone with their own thoughts, to introspect, to, to improve themselves, to work on who they are as a person on the inside. Just looking for external validation. So as a species and as a society, let's look inside, you know, let's fix, let's fix things at home before we go out there. Cause we look dusty to the universe right now. They have an alien to come visit. Like, ew. It's like, they, you know, Gross. I mean, we haven't even swept the house. You haven't even swept the house yet. We haven't made the bedroom. It's just a mess. Do, do we want that? Do we, do we want the universe? Now, now the universe chat group is going to be crazy because, like, yo, I went over to Earth. Them filthy. Now we, now we're looking wild in the WhatsApp group. We don't need that, Dan. The, the other thing, though, that I'll also say is, in the grand, in the grand scheme of things. It's very frivolous. In the quest for knowledge and understanding, great. Noble cause, I'm for it. But there's, I I don't see any immediate. Some people have said that, no, the more we understand about things like black holes, the more we can understand energy, the more we can come up with different, you know, scientific breakthroughs. Cool. We don't need scientific. We have to make a scientific breakthrough. Is to stop finishing the water, stop polluting, maybe stop child slavery. Just a few basic points here and there. Let's stop burning fossil fuels. Just a few key touch points. We don't need to see black holes. Could, could you please? Oh, hello. Hello, um, patrons who've joined us. Hi. How's it going there, <laughs> Eden? You're right? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't know how long you've been uh, there. We've been nerding <laughs> no, out a little bit. No, I love the conversation. I love the conversation. Um, yes, I am awkward. We need to look inside ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> this woman was, ha- she had us on mute. Okay, Eden. <laughs> do, yes, Danny. Do you read for pleasure? Or when you use the word read, do you mean study for exams? Study for exams. Mm. <laughs> Chris so. Poja. <laughs> Hello, hi, how are you doing? Wagwan. I have um, I, I have oh. high hopes for you, Chris. Did you do you read for pleasure? Yeah, I do. Okay. Cool, 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 What's cool. the last thing you read? <laughs> Facebook. Oh gosh, what is <laughs> no, the last thing I read uh, is a book called. Um, my, my man, quickly uh, googling. If it's um, self help, I'm kicking out books that no, make me sound not, smart. It, <laughs> That's what he's not a self, uh, It's called this. Uh, this must hurt, or something like that. It's about the dude uh, who was a doctor. In the NH- Did a nurse give you this book? No, man. It's about the dude who was <laughs> in the in the NHS. Um, and he wrote a story about his um, his journey through the NHS becoming a doctor, and it's a BBC series now or something like that. I'll get the name of the this book. This sounds and terribly boring. This sounds incredibly boring. Look, I mean, Jeez, it's, it's, no, no, no. Ve- it's very hilarious. It's very. It's by a guy named Adam Kay. He was a doctor and then he quit because it sucked for him. So, so anyway, the purpose of you when you listen back to the podcast, you'll. You'll hear that earlier on we were discussing how um, many Zimbabweans don't read for pleasure. And I'm sure many other people in the world, but I'm speaking from the experiences I know. 
And, uh, you know, because they want to focus on survival and things that are, you know, more, pre- more, more pressing or more current. And I think it's the same kind of mindset that makes most Zimbabweans not care about things like space. Did, did either of you, Eden or Chris, pay any attention to the James Webb telescope pictures? No, I don't know about that. But I know there's a star that fell sometime last year. <laughs> no. Stars, stars, no. stars fall. No, there was something minute. with a like star. And I remember we stayed up until like three in the morning waiting to see whatever star that was. I remember. Britney Spears? <laughs> don't know. Oh, yes, yes. That is true. Britney did become free last year. That's right. Yeah. That's okay, cool. not that star. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. It's fine. It's understandable. I'll read. I'll read. I'll read that. No, 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 no. First, first, the book is called This Is Going To Hurt. uh, And you must check it out. Uh, The second thing about the the, the star pic, I saw them on Instagram, but I didn't follow anything about that, to be fair. (sighs) Well, I want people to care. But, But then, like I was saying, there's no, like, there's no... I can't see any practical reason to get. It's just wow, pretty. But then you spend ten billion dollars for wow, pretty. It's like uh, you know, Fam, you, that how, ten billion. How, how many tickets at Rick Ross could you have bought? solved significant problems? No, how many Rick Ross mm. tickets could you have bought with that? You know, so can, can you imagine? It's just all right. We're moving on, guys. We're moving on. This, this is all gaga, ga, ga, guys. I'm sick, as you can. Some of you may be able to hear. Um, uh, Dan, I've I've just been alerted of something hilarious. Do you know that the Rick Ross website? Has a typo on champagne. Yes, I said earlier that that's not how you spell champagne. <laughs> Maybe that's why they took it down. <laughs> Do you think Rick Ross opened it and is like, like huh? what's this? Oh, what's <laughs> ah! You know, he's screaming. I'm a bite. I'm a eat it. Um, there's a heat wave happening in Europe right now. Listen, we are not a news podcast, but we are aware that there are many of our listeners who tuned in from Europe, the UK, Portugal. Mm, a lot of, lot of sweaty bums and sweaty boobs Germany. right now. Germany, where are you, there, Eden? The UK. I am in Germany and we are dying. Like, literally. Small, like small 26 say, degrees that uh, you guys say, right? Right, now it was 37. It's so hot. Oh, 37. Oh, Michael oh, Lockfoss no. has been ruled. It is now 30 degrees. Uh, my pale white skin was not designed for this. It is a disaster. My Klaus, Klaus, get the lotion. Get the lotion, Klaus. Oh. My, 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 my bratwurst is cooking itself. Oh. No, it's Klaus and his friends will be like, but aren't you supposed to be used to this? And I'm like, no, Zimbabwe never did me like this. So, 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 okay. I mean, okay. We are joking, but it is pretty bad because I think some people have actually died. So, oh, sorry. Not in Germany. I mean, I know in the UK, some people did. Um, how bad is it? Please tell us, Eden. What's going okay. on? It's bad. I think it's really bad because I, I guess there's like, there's no wind. It's like being in a stuffed room. And mm. that's have, have you tried oh. eating beans? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. That's so. If you were to take a quick drive to what's the equivalent of Home Depot in Germany? Um, uh, there's home, home Depot. <laughs> there's a Home Depot. Yeah, if you were to drive to Om Depot, 
and buy yourself a fan. I mean, surely, come on. Uh, no, that's thing. I mean, it just blows hot air. It just blows no. air. I would have to put in my new fan. Put in my new fan. You put the water in, then it goes. Oh, worst comes to worst. You get the fan. You do what I do. You get the spray bottle. I think I got one at the back here. You get the spray bottle. You put the water in there. Then you. Guys, I mean, by the time what, it gets to me, it will be boiling. I'm sure. <laughs> or have you thought? Have Have you thought about? Where, where are you putting? Wait, are you putting the fan on the other side of the house? I don't understand. I, make it make sense. No, no, no. You know what? Let's. What you could do, Eden, is you could find your ex with a cold heart, the one who gave you the cold, cold shoulder. <laughs> And you hook up with them. Wait, what just happened ah. today? <laughs> oh, the cold shoulder X just cold shouldered and <laughs> Oh, so you're fine today. You're good. Yeah. Don't worry about heat today. Shh. It's too fresh. It's too fresh. Uh, how are the how are the hot streets of Mandara, Chris? I'm actually in. Do you want to, give, do you want to put a street I'm address actually, just so our listeners know exactly where you could be found? Wow, well, imagine! <laughs> but I'm actually in Kenya. I just got down Mount Kenya. Uh, I did a hike. Don't do it, guys. Okay, all right. Whatever, light work, whatever. light work, light work. I just got down from Mount Kenya. You are the one who was asking me how the hot streets of I don't know how those cold streets are. <laughs> I climbed Mount <laughs> Kenya because I remember. Whatever, man. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, there's a heat wave in Europe and, and our, our hearts go out to all of you out, all of our listeners who are cooling down right now by listening mm. to the Two Bird Fimbos podcast. We move yeah, on. I think, I think we have a long time caller. Ooh. I think, sorry, a long time listener, first time caller. He's been trying to get on the show for many a year. He's been complaining about the time zone and it seems like the internet over in Australia has not been firing. Let's see if we're able to go. Hello, caller, caller, come in. Teach caller, come in. Uh, guys, uh, guys, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hello, everyone. I'm low, everyone. Uh, I'm at work and it's like 5 a.m. in the morning. Hey, are you a drug dealer? What's, 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 Get that money, doing? man. What's Get that money. Buddy? Th- those Rick Ross tickets won't buy themselves. Get that money, Ish, bro. I know, oh. I know. I'm trying to raise that five k. <laughs> so, guys, in fact, now that you're all here, so we have an idea. Dad and I have come up with a plan. Taronga plan, and I think because right now there's there's the, there's a sale right now. I've got a coupon code to drop down the three thousand dollar table to a small, small two point five. And for that 2.5, we get 10 seats and we can speak to Miss Shelly, maybe get an extra ball of belay or two, you know, just sweeten the pot. You know what I mean? Of which we already so get from five seven bottles. bottles. We already get five, but that's two people per bottle. <laughs> two people per bottle. No, then according to my special, according to the special coupon I have, I get seven at the VVIP oh. silver, seven bottles on this discounted price. So if we get, if we get more, so what we just need from each and every one of you, you listeners here, is a small contribution 
of $300 each. Because obviously, we've got to keep in mind my taxes and transfer fees mm-hmm. that need to be covered plus, as well. Plus, we have to get dripped for the show. You know, you can't just come wearing regular clothes. I mean, we can't just be, we can't be pitching up wearing clothes we wore last week. Come yeah, on, guys. We can't be wearing clothes that have seen the washing machine. Come on now. And then you go, <laughs> it's for the brand. It's for you so that we can then come back and report back. Plus, eight other listeners, well, six, because we also need to go to dates. So, six other listeners. Well, four other listeners <laughs> can also can also attend this event, <laughs> and you know what? You can even choose those listeners. So, guys, let's loosen our pest. This strings. is a win-win. Sounds, sounds, sounds like a good plan. Do you think uh, Rick Ross takes crypto? <laughs> <laughs> I've got RTG. <laughs> <laughs> guys, 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 guys! You, why are you to embarrass us? Like this, this podcast is being listened to by the MMG gang right now, and you are embarrassing us. <laughs> they are doing publicity; they are serving the land as we speak. You think so? Embarrassing? You, you think us. so, Philip? <laughs> you think so? Actually, actually, I do know. I do know that there are some. I've I've had my stuff submitted before where like a big a big artist was coming down and then you had to apply for media access and they were like, okay, send us your thing and then we'll send your content to them for approval. So I do know for a fact that Top Dog has once read my writing. Because that's the only way I got the Kendrick clearance. I mean it whoever read it was not anyway, you know what? It was probably the intern. But it is what it is. In my in my brain, it's top dog, Dan. So don't ruin that. It was top dog. Okay. All right. Let's let's, let's move. Let's, let's, um, what else can we talk about while we're still in the UK and Europe as a whole? Um, London Heathrow is terrible. That's bad. Hey, it's bad. <laughs> no, no. I actually I, this this press release is classic. This press release was oh, this this is a good press release. Mm-hmm. This is good writing. This is good writing. And actually, isn't isn't Chris in publicity? Let's see if Chris can write like this. Because as you go, so this is from. So okay, the backstory is I, I don't know if you guys have been following the news, but globally, but particularly in the UK and in America, airports have been overloaded. They have been striking pilots. They've been striking ground staff. There's just been a massive resurgence, and there it seems that there's a travel surge. And these places have not adequately planned or prepared for it. And they are now buckling under the weight and pressure. So Heathrow announced, well, the people, the company that operates Heathrow Airport, which is LRH, announced that they were now going to be imposing a limit of 100,000 people passing through the airport a week, which is about, well, actually more than 50% of what they normally do, which is closer to 300,000 people a week during peak travel times. And Emirates received this directive and they were like, um, to quote Kandoro, and here we go. Emirates values our partnership with airport stakeholders across our network with whom we engage continuously and collaboratively to secure our flight operations and ensure minimal customer disruption, particularly over the peak travel months. It was therefore highly regrettable that LRH last evening gave us 36 hours to comply with capacity cuts of a figure that appears to be plucked from thin air. 
Their communications not only dictate the specific flights on which we should throw our paying passengers, but also threaten legal action for non-compliance. This is entirely unreasonable and unacceptable, and we reject these demands. Moving on to the next page. At London Heathrow Airport, our ground handling staff and catering run by Donado, part of the Emirates Group, are fully ready and capable of handling our flights. So the crux of the issue lies with the central services and systems which are responsibly of the airport operator. Let me just skip ahead. Now, with blatant disregard for consumers, they wish to enforce and force Emirates to deny seats to tens of thousands of travellers who have paid for and booked months ahead their long-awaited package holidays or trips to see their loved ones. And this during the super peak period with coming UK holidays at a time when many people are desperate to travel after two years of a pandemic. So they go on to say, you guys want us to rebook. You're going to mess up people's travel plans. Blah, 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 blah. This is the best part. The bottom line is the LRH management team are cavalier about travelers and their airline customers. All the signals of a strong travel rebound with air. And for months, Amherst has been publicly vocal about the matter. We planned ahead to get a state of readiness to serve customers in travel demand, including rehiring and training of a thousand pilots. LRH chose not to act. Not to plan, not to invest. Now, faced with an Armageddon situation due to their incompetence and non-action, they are pushing the entire burden of cost and scrambles to sort the mess to airline travelers. It goes on. But essentially, Emirates were like, and that sounds like a you problem. We're going to keep flying as normal. It's actually smart so, of them to do this because... But- People were obviously going to be mad at Emirates. If I booked a flight with Emirates and then I'm told that your flight is canceled or you can no longer travel or you have to travel three weeks from now, I'm going to be mad at Emirates. So mm-hmm. as much as, I mean, they're, they're taking this whole stance of, no, we're here for you. Honestly, they're just trying to say, hey, don't be mad at us. Be mad at them. So. But, but it's, it's, it's the wording. It's so, so well worded. It's lovely. So I love to see your, a good PR yeah. job. Anyway, from speaking of... Bad PR Mikkel, and Mikkel disorder. Mikkel should hire the people that wrote that statement. Because the people in the Mikkel yes, should be mad Yeah, well, I mean, Auntie, no, but Auntie Mikkel's is now owned by um, Arabs or something of the sort. I mean, That's not racist at all. That is not racist at all. That's not racist ah, at all. All I'm, no. all I'm saying is they come from the same pool of oil money. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's, yeah, that's great. That's not prejudiced in any way. That's cool. Do cool. they or do they not, cool. Philip? Ah, this mm. reminds me. Oh, yeah. When we, okay, later on, we must talk about Bill Burr. <clears throat> oh, actually, yeah. That was, that was a good special. So, anyway, moving on from poor PR and disorganization and just, you know, making erratic decisions without any forethought onto something on the opposite end of the spectrum, which is Elon Musk and Twitter. I hate to say I told you guys so, but I kind of told you guys so. Kind of, kind of did. In fact, I've, I've been holding in my I told you so tweets. I've got like three people who are very adamantly defending Elon on Twitter. And I just want to pull up those tweets. It's still too early. To like, it's still too early, Philip. <laughs> still too early. They, the time will come and it's coming soon when we can say I told you so. But just hold, hold. 
I think there's Holden? a Holden? there's a possibility <laughs> that this could ruin the man. It's a small possibility because once you're worth that much money, not very much can ruin you. But the possibility exists, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm way too excited. I shouldn't be this excited. This is that hater energy. I need to get it out of me. But long story short, yeah, yeah, Elon is about to, he's going to go in through a five-day trial in October. <laughs> Let's see what happens. That's going to be interesting. Uh, for those who are wondering, mm-hmm. long story short, Elon Musk was supposed to raise $44 billion to buy Twitter. That's what the, that's what the documents. No, let's start at the beginning. No, no, the beginning was Elon Musk was like, you know what? I don't like Twitter. I don't think you guys are using it. I'm gonna buy it. And then his homies were like, yeah, yeah, buy, dog, buy, buy, yeah. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy Twitter. Then he went on Twitter, on the Twitter to say I'm buying Twitter on Twitter. Then he said I'm I'm gonna buy it at fifty four twenty a share. And then people were like, oh, what? Fifty four twenty? All right, cool. Go ahead, dog. We got you. He was like, wait, 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 you guys actually want me to buy it? Oh, snap. Um, well, you see the way my account's set up, I've got our savings and the check-ins. And, you know, like it takes like 30 business days for me to get the money from the savings and the check-ins. And they're like, no, nah, it's fine. We'll wait. We'll wait. And then he was kind of in a, in a bind. Then he had to go to Saudi Arabia. And he was like, yo, Prince, um, we, you know, you mind taking a break from all these human rights issues? Just like spot me some money. He was like, ah, it's cool. I got you. And he still came up short. And everywhere he went, they kept giving him money, but he still came up short. And then for some reason, all of a sudden, when he was short of money, he kind of discovered that there was an issue with bots on Twitter. What a weird coincidence. Only problem is when he made the deal to buy Twitter, he was like, I'm waiving due diligence. And Twitter was like, wait a minute. You said you weren't going to check. So what does it matter? You want it? There you go. And Twitter went above and beyond to give him all the information he wanted until he was like, nah, I still don't want it now. But Twitter has now lost about 20 billion in market capitalization. So he's going to have to buy it. So like there's, there's, there's even more nuance to the story because at first Twitter didn't want and they were fighting against it. And then they were like, okay, since you said take it and blah, blah, blah. But now the problem is, so there, there were news reports about him having to pay a $1 billion fine. $1 billion to Elon Musk? Pocket change. You can find it in his couch cushions. Well, except he can't because he doesn't have cash, right? He has to leverage his Tesla stock. And now that he's leveraging his Tesla stock, Which he can't. it might start There's tanking the Tesla stock. You see, that's what I'm saying. Just now, just now. He's old, Philip, old, <laughs> old. Hold the champagne stock wrong. <laughs> Hold that belly. Ah, then. Do you still have your Robin Hood account? Because I think it's now time to start shorting Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. <clears throat> let's, uh, since we've got our guests in here and we want to hear their takes on music, let's just go through quickly TV, movies and TV. I'm skipping this, this whole tip because I mean, eh. yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool, cool, cool. All right. I think, I think what, what we need to start is I watched this movie a while ago and then I watched it again. Uh, I don't think I'm exaggerating, but this is probably the best movie I've ever watched. This movie was so good. Wow. I created a Rotten Tomatoes account to give it 100%. Hot take much? Are you talking about everything everywhere all at once? It's not a hot take. I've, I've, I've sat with it. I'm like, Yo, this movie's amazing. Have you watched this movie yet, Dad? I have not. I have it and I want to watch it. Who, 
Who has watched everything ever all at once in the audience? In the audience, when I cross over to you, who has watched it? I haven't watched it. AKA Asian Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Wow. Well, I haven't watched it. When I watch, okay, I'll watch it this weekend now because I have it and it's been on my to watch list. Um, while we're still on movies and TV, last week Phil made reference to the new Bill Burr special on Netflix. We like to follow mm. stand up comedy here just to discuss because it, it, it raises interesting discussion points. I made the mistake. My girl called me while I was watching it. I was like, oh, what you watching? I was like, no, listen. <laughs> and <laughs> if you've never listened to Bill Burr, uh, I obviously fully understand it as comedy. He's created a bit that he's been running with for damn near a decade and a half, which is that, you know, women are crazy. That's his whole thing about his show. I became hyper aware of just how misogynistic, babe, honestly, and disgusting. <laughs> and <laughs> like, honestly, I, you know, I think I hadn't really paid attention before. And, and frankly, he should be canceled. I mean, that kind of rhetoric is what causes, you know, Causes the continued oppression of women because of the mm. the, the patriarchal society. You know. Mm. So when you when you center your balls, was it express <laughs> mail? No, or? okay. Obviously, obviously, I'm kidding. But I was a little bit more aware because now I was watching it with her. I was a little bit more aware. Like, damn, this is. You know, it was just funny when I listened, but you know, I didn't say nothing. She was like, oh, that's kind of funny, whatever. But you know, I, like I could see like, okay, let me not laugh too loud at this or whatever. Um, but, but it just underlined to me the same thing that we've spoken about on this podcast before, which is comedy is offensive to some people. As long as you keep it funny, you'll keep getting away with it because people will laugh at even offensive things. Some people will be offended, of course, but other people will find it funny. Mm. That's comedy. It is what it is. And the people who are offended have every right to be offended and they must say that they're offended. But if there's people that find it funny, then those people will continue to enjoy that comedy. It's like this whole thing, right? It just really underlined to me that there are some offensive things that people say, but as long as it's funny, you're good. But anyway, it was a great special. Uh, Bill Burr is just... So, do you have your balls or not, Dan? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand right now. Of course, I, of course I do. Psh, get out of here. What do you say? What do you say? Oh, what, oh, what, oh, what, okay. what are you so saying, you, Andrew so you Tate? Support misogyny? Huh? Mr. Andrew Tate asking me these questions. <laughs> have you seen him trending Wait, recently? Who's Andrew Tate? Who's Andrew Tate? No, okay. I could, it's good not to know. He's the, he's the new Kevin Samuels, but worse. Anyway, um, <clears throat> there's a very interesting story, and I, it, it would be good for us to touch on it, since we talk about nerd stuff and comic That's what book she said. If you will recall, um, several years ago, DC released um, the Justice League movie, which tanked. It was terrible. 
the original director of that movie was uh, Zack Snyder. Snyder then said, listen, the movie that came out is not the movie I made. I made a completely different movie, yo. And, you know, there was like, there was a whole lot of stories. Snyder got cut from the movie because his daughter died during production. And then he, like someone else came. So he stepped down and someone else took over. And what's his name? Um, the other guy, ah, I forgot his name. Anyway, long story short, people started <laughs> tweeting, release the Snyder cut. It was a hashtag that was around for year, literally two or three years. Hashtag release the Snyder cut. Eventually HBO and Warner and DC came together and they released the Snyder cut, which predictably did better than the original uh, uh, movie, but still it wasn't commercially it, it, successful. No, it did, it did, but it didn't then because keep in mind, let, let's remember it, it dropped during the pandemic. It dropped same day on HBO max. Mm-hmm. So it's box of now it's box office numbers were not, incredible considering that they did have a promo campaign behind it keep in mind like every time for example you get the main stars to do a press junket to talk about the the movie to talk about the cut the director that is an expense because they need to fly private they need their food they need this and that so it wasn't just a simple re-release it was a a reinterpretation that came with a marketing budget it cost them a hundred million. Too, so dollars. much. They lost a hundred million. No, 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 cost. no, no. It co- they lost. No, no. It cost a hundred million. It's difficult to calculate how much they cost because, um, like you said, it was released on HBO at the same time as 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 theaters. Anyway, this is this is very nerdy, <laughs> but bear with us. We're getting to it. So, <clears throat> this was a very interesting because now after this happened, this is something that was that I don't think that had ever happened in the world of movies before in Hollywood. Where a movie was released, but everyone was mad at the the movie that came out, so they demanded that the original cut be released, and then it was released, and pressure was put on the on the on the the studios on Warner to release the movie, and then they released it. I mean, it was a first time thing, and since then, people have started seeming to demand that more. It it seems almost like a little bit of a paradigm shift in the world of movies ever since that happened, and it was like a big deal because people were like, "Damn, the internet changed things, yo!" Like the internet didn't like the movie, so they put pressure on the studio. To re-release the movie. And then people like the new movie better, sure, but it didn't make money. Anyway, we've just received information that a lot of that campaign was probably driven by bots. In fact, uh, I think estimates of at least 13% of the accounts that tweeted that hashtag were bots. That's huge because normally you're looking at about 3 to 5% in general. And if bots are able to start pushing a movement and then other people are like, but yeah, they should release the Snyder cut. Then more and more people start tweeting about it and the bots keep amplifying it. Then people tweet about it. And now the studio has this huge pressure because they're thinking, damn, we received 50 million impressions. People must really want to watch this movie. Then they put the movie out. They're like, wait, why did only 5 million people watch it? We thought there were 50 million people that really wanted to watch it. Turns out it was all bots. That's a pretty big deal. And there are rumors that Zack Snyder himself was involved because maybe he hired uh, a marketing company that specifically deals with bots um, that were traced to, you know, to be the web, to own the website that initially started this campaign. But then he says he never did it. It's just a very interesting look in the world of movies and the business of movies that where else could this have applied? Could the Minions movie also be largely driven by bots? Maybe. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Could Morbius 
also have been some. <laughs> that movie was trash. You're like state, like straight booty cheeks. That movie was bad. Yo. It was the pots, Dad. It was the pots. They lied to you. That movie is good. Okay. If you watch it, like when it comes out, when it comes out again, watch it, but like close yourself off from the world. You'll see, cause like, you know, the, the vampire and the bats and the, mm. my the favorite juice. part, yeah, my favorite part was when yeah. he said it's Morbin time before he changed into a vampire. Which is, <laughs> wah, it was just, Wait, he actually said that? No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> have you, have you watched the movie? I haven't watched the movie. No, don't, so don't, 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 not. don't. I don't watch bad movies. Bad I don't watch movie. bad movies. I got no time. My Straight. time is precious, dad. Cheeks, Philip. That movie is cheek, and you know me, <laughs> Phil. Me, I, you know, I'm <laughs> very forgiving. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't so bad. Da, da, da. That movie was trash. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Anyway, uh, still in the realm of TV and movies. A, <laughs> hey, we just got news that Comedy Central is going to be hosting the roast of Kanye Bao. I bring it up because I might not see it because I'm blocked by Kanye. So please, guys, just share it with me. In yeah, that's how it works, right? Because if you, if you're blocked on Twitter, you can't watch the TV program. That's yes, that's how it works. Yes, you're right, Dan. The roasters include Zimbabwe's Nadia Nakai, <laughs> so that's going to be interesting. Um, mm. But yeah, keep your eyes open for that. All right, let's do music. Hold on, Woo. I think this is the song I want to play. You reminded me of this. Only the real ones know. Only the real ones know Thugnificent and his smash hits. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's been going on. The algorithm. YouTube has been pushing a lot of, of boondocks content at me recently. I'm not complaining. I mean, I watch him every time I see him, but why? What's going on? Okay. So I think the first, first big news in music, uh, this week is that Toki Vibes released his album or rather his mixtape. I listened to about a third of it. It's so got, about 50, 55 songs. It's got 36 songs. What? Cheese mm. Louise It's called Chicken and Chama Mixtape It's got a very interesting cover um, uh, uh, This song Toki Vibes XQ Mr. Brown and Shane Which is called Usam Bochka Is probably It's probably gonna do the best On the on the album On the mixtape Sounds of Shane on the hook. 
XQ, Mr. Puriti, comes in later. But I would love to hear the thoughts from our our patrons who've joined us. Uh, Eden, ladies first. Ah, she's yeah. gone, bro. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here, sorry. It's just so hot. <laughs> Is this music <laughs> cooling you down? Oh, I'm trying, but there are mm-hmm. just so many sirens in the background, fire trucks and stuff. Mm-hmm. They've stopped now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's a nice song. Sounds very Toki vibes. I think Toki vibes is so talented. I think he's so oh. dope as an artist, but hey, he needs to release less and just release quality, in my opinion. Uh, Titch, Yo, Chris, what do you guys think? Sounds like a hater to me. I think it's a, I don't know. Um, I think Toki Vibes will never get to that level. You know, his first his first album. I think that album was just too too hot, and whatever is released afterwards is just not too that standard. So yeah, I haven't listened to the whole like album, but so far, yeah, I think yeah, there's a couple of tracks. Like the one that features Saint Flo, and uh, that's a good that's a good song, though. Actually, while we're on this, Phil, I want to hear your take on this song. This is Talkie Vibes and Pauline. It's called Work. out there don't worry you don't have to wait for Rihanna to give you new music Talkie Vibes and Pauline mm. got you Dan Dan <laughs> what we need to do is get the, the Minister of Information involved we found the theme song for Fent Beauty what I can you imagine you want to get your face beat you're going down you want to get your concealer your, your new sponge and the like and you walk into the store and your ears are met with well well my guy, it's it's ah, it's a marriage. You actually walk Symbiosis. in and say, "Give me 10. Oh, mm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Toki, Toki, Toki is playing four D chess right now. Beautiful work. That's just beautiful work from my man. Who needs to have a quick word with Capsi? Mm. I I actually have mm. a question. Uh, and uh, Phil, you might be able to answer. So you know how um, Berna said that. Uh, Tony Braxton gets sixty uh, percent of whatever for uh, of his thing for sampling the song. Um, in an instance like mm-hmm. this, where Toki has sampled obviously the Rihanna track and is likely to get paid by Zimura, obviously it's not a lot. But like, what actually happens? Like, because I'm sure other Zim artists do this, or other artists around the world do this thing where they sample, you know, other international songs. With I'm sure he didn't clear that. To, to get it So like how does it work Firstly 
I would like to correct you. That's not a sample. That's an interpolation. A sample is when you take a yes, piece indeed. of already existing music and then you work it into your new music. Interpolation is following the same melodies. But yes. you can go ahead and ask Thank Phil because you, you think he can answer you. Go ahead. Also, I literally went to school for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I literally went to school for this. You know, Phil, I'm on my Ada <laughs> energy today. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yes, as Dan said, it's an interpolation, but this is because of the lyrics and the cadence. Um, the way the music industry works is if you don't get caught, you're fine. And there's a high likelihood that Toki's not going to get caught. What they'll also do is they, they do have people in place and they do have systems in place to track. So they will see, oh, okay, this person has used my, my work. And then either the record label or the legal team or whoever's involved will wait until that work becomes valuable because it's pointless to sue Toki now for a song that hasn't generated revenue. And even if you take Toki to court, there's no guarantee you're going to get that money back. So you're just wasting time in, in legal expenses. So they'll wait for it to become a hit. If it becomes a hit, ah, they'll be like, ah, thank you so much. So much. Thank you. And I mean, it's, it's already obvious. There's, there's no way it won't be a hit. Yeah. So, and then, (laughs) yeah, that's right. That's right. And normally since you haven't cleared that sample, um, they won't even ask how much do you want to give us? They'll be like, think we're taking all of it. We'll see you later. Um, yes, Eden, your hand was up, madam. No, I was going to ask because I was actually wondering, yeah, that same question, like with the whole, um, Stana live your life song. <laughs> but then you haven't that, that was cleared. That was clear. That was a feature. It wasn't even cleared. It was a feature. Because if you remember, it said start of featuring who? <laughs> Rihanna. I said if it's a success, <laughs> then they'll come. If not, <laughs> but yeah. You saw, Wait, you are, are you saying that song was a success? What did you say? What are you saying? What are what you actually it? trying to say? Are you saying that song did not generate enough money for for Rihanna to raise an, uh, a finger? Is that what you're saying? Look, maybe that's why she's not producing any music anymore. She's just living off those royalties. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just the cash records. <laughs> Rih- what is Rihanna's CV right now? Says featured on a song with Stan. What you saying? What you saying? There's some more. There's there's some more new Zim music that came out. Oh, there's a new Saint Flow. Let me let me drop it for you. Saint Flow. It's called Cheka. Brand new. Drop today, actually. DJ Kevy, what it do? Ding and I'm a teacher and roof and look at Second that to check up. Check up, I'm checking that you need it. We no money talk loud, I say she dog, but check G. Ah, this 
these rappers ain't led to that kicking door for show. Some brothers ain't family, no shaker that I know. My gang, I know she check it out, my pieces off the show. My bim, I'm sad to save it, say I'm close, I say my chicken. Check up, I'm chicken. What do we think? What do we think? What do we think? Who are the hip hop fans here? Oh, we don't have our usual hip hop heads. It's all right. Not bad. Just all right. Come on, man. Nice. <clears throat> that's that's a. I think it's all right. Like it's like goodish. Like it's vibey, but you know, it's no, it's no Silas Mabendi. Okay. Uh, there's some more new Zim music, but let's not play all of them. Let's choose. Confused has been on a tear lately. He just released another song. It's called Nguva. King Shadi is back. He released three songs. I don't know if it's an EP or he just released three promotional songs at the same time or something. I don't know. Um, in fact, let's play both of them. Let's start with this confused one. It's kind of dope. <laughs> so why did you make us go through this whole process? Yeah, because then I thought about it and I was like, let's just play them. So this is the song is called Nguva. Confused. Wagandi tamdi sirangua yangu. Wagandi tamdi siramari yangu. Adainda gato hipa mahivangu. Jinojesa jawagandi tira. Maria weni wemgeneri ya. Inini jangu nda ito da jachose Asihiwa unenge wa isada Kwa kukwa ingo haku fambi zanguwa Nguwa, nguwa, nguwa Mboyo wangu wadinga mbo ufose Uchindi chikira musaga Inenge niri kujita mbizira nguwa Nguwa, nguwa, nguwa Why pretenders, ya unondida Siwa usinga ndide Ona tienda, tesek marenda, asas chaite Simengua, ndino skwera, ndi chiku funga Confused, Nguva How are y'all feeling this Zim dancehall that went to private school? This isn't dancehall, this is R&B I mean, he's a Zim dancehall artist, that's why I say call it Zim dancehall Okay. Yeah, it's kind of dope. I think um, you should get K Chaps on the remix. I think K Chaps would be dope on this. <clears throat> yeah, no, but K Chaps only does breakup songs. Isn't that what he's singing what? about? I, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> this is King Shadir and Dan is in rare form today. Ah, Dan is in rare Dan. form today. That's why I said you don't allow. That. You should be banned from giving music tape. <laughs> King Shadi and Pop Tain, the song is called Running Stomach. <laughs> This is King Shadi And Pop Tain 
So it comes from right, I've muted Dan Because wow yeah, Don't okay, mute I me I was the last time We're going to let Dan I asked you Dan guys Dan from music. And, I, and I gave you I gave you an option To choose what you wanted To listen to So the, re- the reason why That's worth mentioning Is obviously King Shadi Has been quiet for a very long time And he's finally released music Secondly This song is doing really well People seem to love it And that's probably Because of the subject matter Because it's about alcohol Um, yeah. Do you like that new Inkabi Nation song? When I played last week? Did you? No, you didn't play last Whoa. week. Oh, you mean the, the, the Strava one? No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Voicemail. Uh, Big Zulu. I think let's, let's, let's stick to some luck. Do you want me you to know, Dan, The Zulu Nation do not appreciate us, so why are we supporting them? Think about it. Psst. We're not supporting, we're just listening. <laughs> on pirated channels. Jokes, we don't pirate on this podcast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this guy. records. <laughs> Bang it in your phone, darling. I'll do it like I'm Quite a tune in combination made up of Big Zulu no, and friends. I actually think, oh, I featured, I, I think I actually added this to the playlist. I had this last week, mm. no, two weeks ago, actually. It's on the playlist, yeah, but we I mean, didn't play it. The video just dropped, but it's a it's quite a dope tune, quite a dope tune. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Unless you want to hear the new Baba Erija and Kruger, <laughs> you're banned from music. So let, let me see. Where can I go? I got a bunch of new music. Um, weirdly enough, I was in a meeting um, last week and this guy's name came up and then he just randomly DM'd me today. Uh, and he's like, yo, check out my, my work. And I was like, what a weird coincidence. So shout out to this guy. His name is a painter fresco. He's a Zimbabwean that I understand is in between Zimbabwe and South Africa. He dropped an EP called RIP meant to be. Um, and he's got three songs here, so I think we're gonna go with "See Me." Well, in fact, let's let's go to the audience. Should we do "Flowers to Graves," "See Me Cry," or "Chando"? The first answer wins. Chando. Ah. <laughs> ah. I'm I'm sipping on something in my cup. Paint a picture for him. 
I'm throwing you right out of my life with all of the lies you told me. You talk about love, but when it was time, you said goodbye and let go of me. And it felt so cold, I felt that chandelier. And it felt so cold, I felt that chandelier. God know how, but I feel one hundred. Throwing you right out of my life with all of the lies you told me. You talk about love, but when it was time, you said goodbye and let go of me. And it felt so cold. I felt that chandelier. Oh, oh, oh. When it feels so cold, I felt that chandelier. Got no heart, but I feel one hundred. Uh, I was super down for this one girl, oh. Then she let me lower than the ground floor. Silly me, I thought that I was done for. Now I'm only shining like the sun go. Take it or leave, I'll give you my all. That's what I told her. Then I took the fall. She sent a message, she ain't even called. The girl is a catch, but she dropping the ball. I got the bag and flipped it and tumbled it. You got the bag and you fumbled it. If I let my pride in the way, the crumb. I took my pride and I humbled it Then I guess it's trying to be good doesn't pay I'ma just drop it and play I took the fall, landed in ice Saws if I shiver and shake Cause I felt so cold, I felt that chandelier Here we go, that's Painter Fresco with Chandelier What do we think guys, what do you think? I like it Yeah, I like it too, it's nice It's nice all right, dope, 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 dope. All right, so I think Dan, have we exhausted all the talk about? We have indeed. I we, we can have. go, but before we go, we give patrons one opportunity for, for one talking point that we might have missed or you'd like to discuss. You have five seconds on the clock for patrons. Here we go. No, okay, no talking points. Good. Ah, so we get in, Dan. They don't want to say anything else. Lovely. Lovely. Thank you guys for joining us. Much appreciated. We appreciate your inputs and your insights as always. Thank you very much to all our listeners. As per usual, we rely on your support. TwoBrokeTumos.com forward slash donate. And you can find an easy way for you to join our Patreon on there. You can become one of our patrons. You can join our WhatsApp group where we have great discussions. Or you can also be joining the uh, the shows every once in a while like this one. Um, Wait, I'm going to try. No, no, we'll, we'll call it next week. We're supposed to talk to Shasha, but... Did she finally respond? No. <laughs> Got no pull in these streets. Zero pull in these None streets. None whatsoever. None but it's okay. Whatsoever. So uh, we, rather than going direct, we went through the person handling APR. So we're good now. Um, yeah. So uh, please support us. Tubrooktomos.com for slash donate. Like, subscribe, drop a comment. We appreciate a comment as always. Um, even if it's just two words, three words at a five-star review. goes a long way in helping to recommend the podcast to other people. The more people that listen, the better. Also, July the 28th, uh, Phil and myself will be hosting a Zimbabwean podcasters meetup together with Afripod. So, yeah. So, uh, if you are hosting a podcast or you have hosted a podcast, Murgunzwaere, um, Wana Politics and Above. Politics and Beyond. <laughs> politics and. Yeah, NCG. Politics and discontinued. Politics. Yeah. That's the one. Politics and discontinued. Politics et al. Yeah, yeah. So the podcasters meetup is happening. Mm-hmm. If you want to find out more, you can just head over to Two Broke Tumbo's social media platforms, and you can you'll find the links there. You just click on the link. Uh, I think I'll put it in the show. Guys, notes. I got some breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Hey, 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 hey! I've received uh, a, a new single. A few new singles. From Hilsey. Great, Philip. We can, we'll we, give you guys an exclusive. We can choose one of them to close the show with because I was actually thinking, what no, are we going to close uh, the show? 
These are these are not full song. And these are not. This is not a full song sample. This is a, a snippet sample. So <laughs> this is a snippet for our patrons. This is a just a, a short. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just gauging to see you know what people are feeling. This, this is actually a good way to beta test uh, new music. Let me know. That's enough of that. What'd you guys think? I love Hillsy, so it's a yes for me. Okay, so that's do, do, do you know a, do you know do you know a Zimbabwean rapper by the name of Maz? M A Z M A S. He just released There's another one. I know M A Z. I didn't know there's uh, M A S. Another one. I, I, I came across him on Instagram and where he just does like little videos of himself rapping and whatever. Um, and every time I've watched it, I'm like, damn, this is dope. Anyway, he just put out an EP. Um, it's called There's Only One Throne. So I'm going to play one song from there to end the show. Um, called, I'll pick one of them. I'll play, I'll play the one called Lonely Nights with Keja because uh, Keja is my friend. Mm, look at look at ah we're so we're so embedded in the industry now. This this is just politics. We're, we're just it's it's just, just a cesspool. We're in the swamp. Phil, we are Kevin Hart interviewing Jay Z. It is what it is. <laughs> There's no more objectivity. <laughs> There's no objectivity. This is all promo. This is all PR. No, I'm joking, guys. It's not. All right, boys and girls. Yo, thank you very did much. You say for the name of that project, Russ. Just it's to make sure, what did you the, There's only one throne. Up. There's only one throne. M A S by Mass. Well, the S is capitalized, so maybe it's supposed to be my S. <laughs> but he always calls himself Mass. Yo, this is a this, this is a terrible this is a terrible name. Like it's so hard to find his music. I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, boys and girls, thank you very much for tuning in, and thank you very much for hanging out with us. Um, much love, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We will catch you in the next episode of Two Broke Timbos. Don't forget to support as we I, always do. And um, yeah, um, is everyone ready to I'm help us? I'm gonna have to Shazam this guy's song because I can't find it. Uh, let me send you the link. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, thank you very much, and we out. Aha! Any? I was gonna say any closing remarks, but okay, then you, you just wanna that. just run up for the even, plug. We didn't even just, do the countdown. We wanted to do the scream too. Okay. I mean, Dan just wants to leave. That's a problem. One, <laughs> two, three. We out. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> Look, I find it funny that I'm taller than you, and I always gotta be the bigger person. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I'm the only one who puts the work in. I'd rather hold your hand, but you only ever wanted bags and purses. Rather speak to you, but yeah, I write these verses, girl. Sometimes I wonder if you love me. Or do you just love the attention that I give or where I make you feel? Cause if you're feeling lonely, you don't wanna be with me. You just wanna be with someone and someone happens to be me. I'm like a mannequin. Just a distraction that you've been hanging with. It hurts when you love somebody the best way that you can, but it's still not enough for them. It kinda makes you feel inadequate. It makes you realize you're not as cool as you thought. It makes you wonder if who you are was really ever enough. It makes you wanna change yourself so you're deserving of love. It sucks you're down in the dumps, but no one's lifting you up. Even your homies don't reply when you're hitting them up. So now you search for your love from social media hearts, and you stop looking to God 'cause you're too imperfect and scarred. But when it was hard to get love from everywhere else, is when I learned I need to love myself. They always said it's each man for himself, right? So it's a world of one man armies, yo. A bunch of lonely nights, spending lonely nights, just trying to find something worth fighting for. So give me love, give me love, yeah. Make me feel like I'm enough. Make me feel like I'm enough. 'Cause I struggle with my words sometimes. Yeah, it's hard to see my words sometimes. Yeah. Count on yourself like you would somebody else. Give me love, give me love, give me love, give me love. Make me feel like I'm enough. Yeah. The first step to loving yourself is knowing there's always two versions of you, a current version of you and the best version of you. That the things you wanna do and dreams you wanna pursue need current you to make sacrifices for them to come true. 'Cause love is all about sacrifices. That's how we express it, whether it's money or time, or sacrificing your preference. So yeah, I know you're afraid, and sometimes you feel weak. But as an expression of self-love, give up your comfort zone for your dreams. The second step is to never self-disrespect, never let yourself pretend to be someone you're not. 'Cause that's becoming a lie, a fake version of me, and disrespecting the truth of who God made you to be. And never believe that your feelings are a burden. Don't pretend it didn't hurt you, even though you know you're hurting. Yeah, never let your pride make you hide when you bleed. 'Cause feelings don't make you weak; they just make you human being. They always said it's each man for himself, right? So it's a world of one-man armies, yo. A bunch of lonely nights, spending lonely nights, just trying to find something worth fighting for. So give, give me love, give me love. love. Yeah. Make me feel like I'm enough. Make me feel like I'm enough. 'Cause I struggle with my words sometimes. Yeah, it's hard to see my words sometimes. Yeah. Count on yourself like you would somebody else. Give me love, give me love, give me love, give me love. Make me feel like I'm enough. Feeling lonely should never mean going back to the people. Damage your self-esteem and your view of yourself. Listen, my G. The whole world can sleep on your dreams, but never be that person who then also sleeps on themselves. You have a purpose, 'cause I guarantee that you will reach happiness when you meet the person you're created to be. So love yourself like you're someone else, yeah. So that if you ever need some help, say give, give me, me love, give me love, yeah. Make me feel like I'm enough, 'cause I struggle with my worth sometimes. Yeah, it's hard to see my words sometimes. Give me love, give me love. Make me feel like I'm somebody else. Say give me love, give me love. Make me feel like I'm somebody else.